Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here and so grateful that you are here. So grateful to be back on my previous podcast. I mentioned that I was on vacation for about three and a half weeks and I drove with my daughter to Vermont. It was a long but glorious vacation and within that I reconnected to something that I thought was not me. In my Gestalt, equine Gestalt training, I may have mentioned that I did a typology test. And in this typology test, there's different variations of the way that we take in information. So within this typology test, I am an X for the first, which is half introvert, half extrovert, which does match my 2-4 in my human design because the 2 is the hermit and the 4 is opportunities through networking. So it is right on point there. I'm an X in that. I'm an introvert, extrovert. I love being community. I love connecting with people, but I also love my alone time and I need that space for integration and digestion of experiences which I did not know when I was younger. I was constantly in the four, constantly in the extrovert. And then there's another, the other aspects are I'm an NFJ. So what that means is N stands for intuitive, very intuitive as far as the way that I go with my gut feeling, which goes again into that Manny Gen, the sacral response, that gut response, that intuition, and trusting that. The F is about feelings, which is feeling into things as you notice, or maybe you will now, when I speak. I talk a lot about feeling. I feel. I'm constantly saying, I feel this is, or I feel this way. So I express through feeling rather than through details or rather than facts through the mind. And then the J, it was, I have a high J, which J is all about planning and structure. And the opposite of this would be P, which is flow. Now, I had believed that this was true, this high J, because I have 17 points out of 20 in the J. I had believed that 
this was in fact me, that this is what fulfilled me. So within this typology, basically what this is, is this is who you are when you were born and it doesn't change. Now, the thing is, is conditioning or experiences in life that we have had or create ourselves because of conditioning can make us believe that we are something other than we're not. And we may feel that we're happy, but it's not authentic. It is conditioned. So what I am expressing here is the J aspect. The J is very structured, linear, like steps and lists and early, being early in every place and feeling safe when you have everything planned out. And I had believed that this was in fact me. But recently with this trip, I chose to be in the present moment, meaning I... You can be in the present moment and still be a J. But the way that I did it was in flow. I didn't want to have structure. I didn't want to have the alarm clock going off. I didn't want to be any place at any time, rushing around, filling my days. I didn't want that. I wanted to just be in the moment. I wanted to wake up when I wanted. I wanted to take my long coffee breaks. I wanted to go and do as I wanted in that moment with no planning. And I feel that I have been so conditioned to be in the J. And I think this happened because in my life, as many of you know, because you've probably listened to a lot of my podcasts, there was a lot of chaos when I was younger. I probably lived in that flow aspect and I wasn't very responsible. I didn't take into consideration my actions. I was just living in the moment And I was totally out of alignment because of the choices that I were making were not healthy choices. But I do remember the feeling of freedom, of just doing and not having to be restricted or being in one place or having the confinement of a to-do list. And I actually love that feeling. So With all of my experiences in life later on, having my children, being a single parent, getting out of an abusive relationship, having to do all the things all the time, having to be the mom and the dad of two boys, bringing them to school, picking them up from school, working, doing their homework, I had to be really scheduled to fit everything in. And I do myself props for this because it was important for me to still put myself as a priority. Even though I was doing all these things and I was even in school, I remember I wouldn't be studying until 2 a.m. so that I could then get up and go to work and bring the kids to school and all that. So it was the only way that I could fit things in. But I still put myself as a priority. I still put myself through school. I still made sure I worked out every single day. I still had time on the weekends 
when the boys were with their dad every other weekend, it was still a priority for me. But I had gotten so stuck in the conditioning of fitting things in and being scheduled that I started to believe that this was in fact what made me happy. This was in fact what made me feel safe. This is what fulfilled me. And I'm starting to realize through my work in equine gestalt and releasing the traumas from my physical body, as well as diving into the astrology aspects and deeper layers of human design and the gene keys, that this conditioning is not me. I feel so much more fun and free and expansive and connecting with others and fluid when I don't have those restrictions on me with that consistent schedule. And this is what this whole summer has really been about because I have the three and a half weekend or uh, three and a half week that I just did with my daughter. I'm going next week to equine gestalt for another core, which means there will be shares about that because I'm sure there's going to be things coming up. The last core I was at, Melissa mentioned that we would be diving deeper into my abusive relationships. And then after that, I go to California to see my son and his wife. And there's not a lot of space between, and I don't want to be restricted. I want to be able to choose what I want to do. And I know, you know, in this society, we don't have that option a lot. We get into a job that is nine to five or even more. We get into things that are really restrictive and consistent. And this is important in some ways. I definitely love consistency in my working out every day, five days a week, but it doesn't have to be at the same time. I get to choose that, right? I love to be consistent in on the podcast. I love being able to share things. I love being able to interview and get to knowing get to know people and having this out there consistent. But I don't have to be in a time frame of what time it is. Maybe it's the time aspect that is getting to me. You know, it's in the flow when the feeling is right, when it feels good. There I go again with the feelings, right? You notice I say feelings a lot. So my question after this reflection for you is, Where in your life do you feel that you have let yourself get stuck in the consistency because of obligations or expectations or societal norms? And what would you like to be doing instead? And the reason I ask that is because there is always a yes and. In my vacation, my friend called me out on that. And I do say this a lot. Yes and. It does not have to be a yes and I'm giving up everything else. It can be yes and I'm going to choose 
to have one day a week or two days a week that I'm in flow, that I have no obligations. I'm not letting myself have meeting after meeting, or I'm not requiring myself to be at any place at any certain time. And if you are able to do that for one day or two days or three days, what is it that you wouldn't do? Would it be that you want to sleep in? Would it be you just don't want to have to do anything, but you get to choose what you want to do in that moment with no planning? I am going to start implementing this myself. There's been a shift in my work. Um, There was consistency in a certain job position that I have that I no longer have. And it has opened up the door to the realization of how stuck it was keeping me. My creative flow was not there because I was so busy. And then after I was just so tired and I just wanted space that I wouldn't do anything that was really creative and fun for me. So where is it that you have been conditioned within this time, within the consistency, within letting yourself be in flow, within letting yourself be successful? Because A lot of people say consistency means success. How do you feel about that when I say consistency is success? I say yes and, right? Yes, you can be consistent, but the way you go about it, there can be freedom and fluidity. So how can you set that up? And this is so important for entrepreneurs. And that is why I'm sharing this. I have fallen into the trap, and I'm sure so many of you have, that we get in this space of when I get here, I will start living in this way. And I always say, and I wasn't doing this myself, and I didn't realize this. This is why this is so beautiful to be able to speak this out, that it's important to start being and living that way right now, not when you get to a certain dollar amount, not when you get to a certain clientele amount, not when you get to a certain place that you believe you need to be to be successful because you actually are successful right now when you start living that way right now and start trusting that you are supported because this is the way you want to live your life and create your life. Do you know how hard it is to be on the grind as an entrepreneur 24-7 until you get to that space? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, now I want time. I want space in between the spaces. How can you do that when you've been such in the grind for so long? You were conditioned to be that way. So what happens is as soon as you stop, you feel like you're not doing enough. So then you start getting into scarcity and you start doing more. So start to create that way of being right now in your business. If you're an entrepreneur, 
What is something that you can start being right now that you can let go of that until I get somewhere aspect? For me, it is going to be more flow. There is going to be, and it's not the weekends. You know, when I say this, people are like, oh, well, I have the weekend to do that. I live for the weekend. First of all, that's a pet peeve. I dislike living for the weekend because then you're wasting all of that week. You don't even want to be in that week. You don't want to be living in that week. You don't want to be doing that week. You're living for the weekend. So all those five days that you're doing, you are living for the two days that you get to do what you want to do. As an entrepreneur, that is not what we want. And as an entrepreneur, we don't want to do seven days either until we get to this specific amount or place of being before we can slow down. It's the weekend and whatever days you want. So when I say I am creating more flow, that does not include the weekends. Because the weekends, I feel like, are that anyway. I get to work when I want. My daughter sometimes is with her dad. Sometimes she's with me. I get to do that. But I want that throughout the week as well. And that's what I'm going to be bringing. This is what I'm going to be working on after this summer, after I come back from my vacations, because I've been fully embodying that way of being now. And maybe that is why I've set this summer up this way. Maybe I, in my subconscious, knew that this is not you. You do not enjoy lists. You do not enjoy working day, doing thing after thing after thing after thing. You don't like to have your days filled. And my subconscious was letting me know because I created this whole summer of movement and freedom and letting myself just show up and still being present and still doing calls with my clients on the road, still offering calls, still creating, but doing it from a place of movement, not in front of that computer all the time, in the same place. I have to be in this front of this computer five hours. No. So I truly feel like everything in life shows up for us. And my subconscious was telling me, hey, Miranda, you think you're happy doing this, but let's put you in flow and let's see what happens there and see how you feel in that moment. That's another thing that you can reflect on. Has there been a time that you have subconsciously set yourself up to realize something and then what did you do with that realization did you actually take action or did you go back and the reason I'm saying that is because I speak a lot about um, intuition tuning in knowing who you are using your authentic voice being bold in those actions but What if you're not taking the action? What if you learn all these things, but then you don't take the action? So many people that I work with, actually, they know, they know this stuff, but then it's the action because of fear or the action because of conditioning. The action, they feel like they can't do it 
or they're limited or they're scared. So what if you just took that action and saw what happened? As you all know, this whole summer with the trip, the Bronco, all the stuff, I've been stepping fully into fear, stepping fully into doing things differently. And there is a remembering that's coming back. And I'm going to get emotional here because for so long, I thought I was truly happy in having my days full, having things one after another, after another, after another, being so busy that I couldn't add anything else in. And I realize, and I'm grateful now, I had to do that in that moment. But now it's time for a shift. Now it's a yes and. I get to be busy when I want, and I get to not when I don't want to. So as you reflect on these questions that I've asked about these certain areas of being conditioned and the to-do lists and where you are filling up your time, where you would rather have space, I hope that you take the action. The action. And I'm going to say that again because, you know, we do the work. Slow down, become aware. Maybe something comes up for you as you're hearing this. And then in that moment, in that intuition, in that gut response, you're like, oh, yes, there is this thing that I would like to do instead Or, I want more space. But then all of a sudden you think, how am I going to do that? I can't. And we all have a choice. There are ways we can do it. It's not always 100% right in the beginning. But it is always a yes and. You can do the yes and. It can be small steps. Because the small steps really do add up. And if you continue to do those small steps, then in a year and six months, you're not even going to believe how far you've already shifted your life. And the thing is too, I want to mention lastly, this can be an evolution on an everyday basis. If you have the mindset that you get to make choices differently than you have previously every day, small choices, then you will be continuously growing. You will be continuously shifting. And some of you may think that this is scary, that you like who you are. So many people I've talked to in the past have said, well, this is just the way I am. Or, um, My sister will bring up things from the past from like 20 years ago and say to me, well, you did this. And it's like, I am not that person. That was 20 years ago. We get to change. We are not that person. Whatever happened five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whoever you were, I don't feel like I was a a nice person at all. Definitely didn't love myself. Didn't, definitely didn't care about others as much as I do now. 
But I understand that I'm not that person now. And at that point in time, I was doing the best I could. And now I'm aware of it. I acknowledge it. I accept it. I talk about it. I help people through it. And I say to people that judge, that's not me. You are stuck. We don't have to be stuck. We don't have to be stuck. It's little steps every day will shift the direction of your life. And that's what I love to do. That's what I do for myself. That's what I do with others. That's how I support others. That's why it's so important that I am creating that embodied voice program because so many people realize that they are restricting their throat chakra. They're not, they're swallowing down their words. They're staying safe. They're keeping the peace. But you know what? Even though you know it, if you don't take the action, it doesn't shift or change anything. And that's why I am doing all the work on the voice. And that's why I help people with their voice. Because voice and throat chakra is the manifestation into the external world. If you are not expressing your true voice, your true feelings, how is that going to affect the manifestation to the external world, which is your material world? You need material to be able to support yourself, to be able to make impact, to help others. So if you're not using that voice, how are you going to do that? And maybe you never thought that you wanted to do that. I definitely did not when I was younger. I was so shy. Anytime I spoke, my face would get red. I would cry. I didn't know what to say. I swallowed everything down. And now... I'm hopefully (laughs) making some sort of impact in your life. Even if it's small, it's those small steps. Even if it's an awareness, even if it's an aha for the moment and then you forget about it until you listen again or something else shows up, there's always that seeding. Sometimes it takes a while and that's okay. I love you all so much. Please reflect on this. And I would absolutely love to hear if anything showed up and what action you are taking. Email me. Go to my Miranda-Mitchell.com. Put in the contact. Send me an email. What is your action? What is your action? My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.